It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Hello again, everybody. Welcome into Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. Jim, can you hear me okay? Okay, if you can hear me, I'll just keep talking. We'll figure it out. It is Thursday, June 30th. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Card. It's the Eminem Card Hotline. Well, it's open. I don't know if you can talk to me right now, but it's open 384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. That's 414-1450. Don't forget, it's Summer Cash Bash at Thornton's. Each week, one lucky Refreshing Rewards member will win $10,000 all summer with the grand prize of a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. Simply open your open your refreshing rewards app and uh, click on the summer cash bash icon to enter. That's not all. You can earn additional entries by purchasing select top brands like Mountain Dew twenty ounce bottles, hot dogs, Bud Light twelve packs, large Doritos, many many more using your fre- refreshing rewards card. That's Thornton's ref- uh, summer cash bash. I'll get it right. Not a refreshing rewards member? Text rewards to eight zero three one three today. That's rewards to eight zero three one three. The uh, it's movie Thursday, movie Thursday here. So the challenge this week was to find a sports movie that was not football, not basketball, not baseball, not golf, and not rest, not uh, boxing. I got a lot of great, uh, great uh, choices, and uh, we had hockey movies, horse racing, auto racing, dodgeball movie. And I think you know which one that is. Um, billiards, bobsledding, poker. Is that a sport? Look, I was very liberal here. All right. If it's on ESPN, sure. Darts is a sport and it didn't have to be on ESPN Ocho, ESPN eight, the Ocho. I see poker on ESPN all the time. World series of poker. I see darts. I see cornhole on uh, ESPN. So. Look, there weren't a whole lot of rules here, but I got the top 10. It's a great list. It's a great list, and we'll get to it. Bats lose the first two games in Toledo, 5-3 to and 3-2. to uh, They'll be on the air tonight, 7.05 right here, 6.35 pregame right here on the Big X. Bats at Toledo, game three of the six-game set. The Freddie Freeman debacle continues to amaze me here. I wasn't on yesterday, so I didn't get to talk about it yesterday. But everything, every day that goes by, something new comes to light. Freddie Freeman of the Los Angeles Dodgers has now parted ways, at least temporarily, with his representation. Now, when he went to Atlanta last week, and it was a feel-good story, right? He shows up Friday. He does a press conference. He's crying like a little baby. He misses Atlanta. He's seeing so many friends that he had in Atlanta. Won the World Series there last year. Won an MVP there the year before. And it's a feel-good story. He gets his ring before the game, his his, uh, World Series championship ring. He hugs Brian Snicker, the manager, like he doesn't want to let go. Old acquaintances, old friends, the family's there. Everybody's just... It's a feel-good. First time up at bat, standing ovation yet again. He's in tears again. All right, okay. Got it out of your system, right? Well, Saturday's game rolls around. Guess what? He's crying again. 
Sunday. He's crying again. At which point, Clayton Kershaw, Dodger all-star pitcher, future Hall of Famer, sends out a little tweet saying, uh, hey, Freddie, you know what? It's pretty good here in L.A. You're one of us now. You're a Dodger. You signed a six-year contract. Basically, Clayton Kershaw telling Freddie Freeman, get over it. All right? We're going to have to play these guys in the playoffs. I don't need you balling up because the crowd in Atlanta gives you a standing ovation at your first at bat. And the Dodgers start their first home series tonight since that happened last weekend. We'll see what the Dodger fan reaction is to Freddie Freeman because it certainly appears now that he never wanted to leave Atlanta and that he told his representation, look, I'll take less. Don't let them know that. But, you know, I want to stay in Atlanta. It didn't work out. I think the Braves got to a point where they said, look, we've seen this happen before. Albert Pujols played 10 years in St. Louis. Those 10 years made him a first ballot Hall of Famer. But when it was time to renew his contract, the St. Louis Cardinals respectfully said, eh, I don't know how high we can go here. And then the Anaheim Angels at the time, now the Los Angeles Angels, came along and said, hey, hey Albert, here's 10 years, or maybe it was 12 years. Here's a number that nobody's ever seen before as far as your compensation is concerned. And the Cardinals, when Albert looked at them and said, hey, here's what the Angels are offering, the Cardinals said, we love you, Albert, we don't blame you, and we would think you'd be crazy to turn that down. You know the rest of the story. He goes to Anaheim. He's a shell of the player he was in St. Louis. The Angels, even with Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, have won nothing. They got to one playoff series and didn't win a game in Pujols' tenure in Anaheim. And the Cardinals won a World Series after he left, and they are perennial playoff contenders. That's the rest of the story. The investment that Anaheim made in Albert Pujols did not pay off. By the time he was let go, released last year, and signed with the Dodgers, to go on their World Series hopeful run, which did not turn out very well. And now he's back in St. Louis for basically a farewell tour, DHing some days, pinch hitting some days, sitting the bench most days. The Braves saw that coming with Freddie Freeman, maybe not as drastic. Perhaps he'll have a few good years left. In fact, he's having a really good year at the plate this year playing good first base. He's helping the Dodgers to a uh, to first place in the National League West. He's playing very, very well. But you can't have a guy sitting on your bench, standing in the on-deck circle, playing first base, pondering what it would be like if I was still with my first love. Right? You can't have that. There are romantic breakups all the time. She dumped me, right? She dumped me. I got to move on. I can't get a new girlfriend. And then every time we run into the former girlfriend, say, oh, man, I wish I was still with her, honey. Well, that'd, be, 
She, I love you, but she was great. She was fantastic. Yeah, that's not going to work. And if you're Freddie Freeman, you can't keep lamenting about the fact that you're no longer an Atlanta Brave when you're in the L.A. Dodger clubhouse. Guys like Kershaw are going to call you out on it. Kershaw said, hey, you know what, Freddie? We got a pretty good team here. We got Mookie Betts. I know he's injured, but we got Mookie. We got Max Muncie. We got Justin Turner, Trey Turner, Will Smith. Great pitching staff. Arias threw another gem last night. We got Walker Bueller. We are pretty good. And we're the favorites to win the National League this year. Don't let your sentiment get in the way. And if you love the Braves so much, keep it to yourself. If I love my ex-girlfriend too much, guess what? I'm keeping it to myself. The Braves moved on. They had a great ceremony for Freddie Freeman. Great press conference, great ring ceremony. Time to hug it out with all his former teammates. It was great. He got to move on. Got to get up to the plate and try to beat those guys now. Now your goal is to beat those guys. They're the defending World Series champion, not you. Yeah, you were on that team, but you're no longer there. Your job now is to try to beat these guys. Right? I love you, honey, but, man, she was – the times I had with her, oh, man, she was great. I can't believe she left me. I can't believe she left me at the table. You know what the Braves did? The Braves said, you know what, we're going to go get a new boyfriend. We broke up with you. We're going to bring in Matt Olson. In fact, they brought in Matt Olson before they broke up with Freddie Freeman. Now, Freddie Freeman, as the loving boyfriend, we were on a break. Remember Ross Geller? We're on a break. All of a sudden looked over and said, hey, why'd they bring in Matt Olson? Just like I said, why is she dating that guy? I thought we were going to get back together. No. The Braves knew what the price was from Freddie Freeman's agent. And they said to themselves, in a meeting, I'm sure, that's too steep. Hey, we can get Matt Olson. He's younger, and he's as good a defensive first baseman, if not better, and he's going to hit, and he has hit. He's been good at first base for Atlanta. He's been really good. A couple more doubles last night. Matt Olson can hit. He had a great career with the A's. You didn't realize it because he was with the A's. How are the A's without Matt Olson and Matt Chapman now? Yeah, I think they're 25 and 51 maybe. They weren't much better last year, but they were a little better because of Matt Olson. And Freddie, all of a sudden, he didn't have anywhere to play. And Atlanta was saying to Freddie Freeman the same thing St. Louis was saying to Albert Pujols. Thank you. We loved having you here. You led us to a World Series. You won an MVP. You were the best player on this team. You were an integral part, if not the most integral part, of this story. But you know what? We think it's time to move in a different direction. The asking price was just too high. The problem here is, Brandon Freeman probably told his agent, don't tell him the asking price is too high because I want to end up there, but don't act like it's don't act like you'll take less, right? Give them the give them the number we want. When they say 
well, let's negotiate, kind of balk at it and say, ah, well, Freddie, Freddie's got other offers. Well, that's what happened. Freddie's got other offers. And the Braves went and said, okay, well, let's go get Matt Olson. And then let's see what Freddie does. Well, we wonder where Freddie's going to end up. And Freddie came back. Please take me back. I know you're dating Matt Olson now, but uh, you dump me, you can dump him. No, we're gonna, we like Matt. We like Matt. We like Matt as much as we like you. That's not what a guy wants to hear. We like Matt as much as we like you, and he's going to be cheaper and younger. So enjoy Los Angeles. The Dodger clubhouse has got to be fun right now because they're very talented. Their manager, Dave Roberts, said in the preseason, we are going to win the World Series. He didn't dance around anything. He just said flat out, I promise you, I guarantee you, we're going to win the World Series. And now you got a guy in there who is halfway still in Atlanta. His heart, he didn't leave his heart in San Francisco. The Dodgers hate the Giants. But he left it in Atlanta. He left it in Atlanta. Now, he's a professional. He's a professional hitter. And when you look at the numbers... Freddie Freeman is hitting 308, 497 slugging, 888 OPS. That's really, really good. Nine homers, 47 runs batted in already this season. And gold glove first baseman. His play has not diminished. His play has not diminished. But the fracture between him and his agent, he's actually representing himself right now. And, it, and he, he said, look, it, I haven't fired my representation. We're just taking a break. Well, you and the Braves were taking a break, and how'd that end up? It's fun. It's a fun story. And I think he's still crying. I said it the day after the draft, the NBA draft, that Jay Navi was, had just quit crying. I don't think Freddie Freeman has quit crying, and it's been six days. And now it's a distraction in Los Angeles. And I'm very interested to see when the Padres come to L.A. tonight, 10-10, by the way, um, on FS1 if you'd like to check it out. I want to see what happens the first time he comes to bat. Or maybe it happens the second time because the Dodgers always have a late arriving crowd. But will there be boos? I think there will. I think there will. There will be boos. Because when you say to your wife, man, I love you, but that, that ex-girlfriend over there that I'm looking at, she's, she's pretty hot. She was fun to be with. Oh, you're great, honey. You're great. She was fun. She was a lot of fun. I'm not saying greater. Uh, I'm just saying she was great, too, in a different, maybe a little better way. That's not what the Dodger fans want to hear from Freddie Freeman. So maybe some booze tonight. Imani Bates, the Memphis basketball – boy, that's a quick segue. The Memphis basketball um, player has decided to move on to Eastern Michigan. Louisville was rumored for a while. Michigan was rumored. He's from the, uh, the uh, city that Eastern Michigan is in, so that's, uh, he's going home. 
He was the number one recruit that year, remember? A couple years ago. Imani Bates. Everybody wanted Imani Bates. Penny Hardaway landed him in Memphis. He didn't play well. He was hurt a little bit. And now he's going back to Eastern Michigan. I'm not sure that the the uh, Mid-American Conference and the Eastern Michigan, I don't even know their nickname. I know they're green, green and white. Eastern Michigan, I don't know if that's the road to the number one pick in the NBA draft, but we'll see. Before I go to break here, quick NBA news. Free agency starts today, 6 o'clock. Teams can begin negotiating with free agents. Now, you're going to hear at 6.05, that somebody is going to sign with somebody. They're not allowed to do it officially till Wednesday, but there's tampering, okay? These guys all know where they're going. They all know what kind of money they're going to get. I, mean, I know the commissioner's trying to tamp down on tampering, no pun intended there, but free agency starts tonight. Zach Levine in Chicago, let's see where he goes. Uh, the interesting part yesterday, James Harden, of the Sixers, declined his $47.5 million option. But he said it, he wants to stay in Philly. He's going to take less money to help Philadelphia reshape their roster because he wants to win a title with Joel Embiid. He's 32. I think it's a bold move here, Cotton. Because now that he's a free agent, if the Philly wants to cut ties, they will. They can't. They can say, yeah, we're not going to offer you anything. Good luck. But he and Daryl Morey, the general manager, are close. They were together in Houston. And I think I think uh, it's going to work out here. If you're Philly, this is a great thing. $47 million was going to cut into their ability to sign any free agents. So if James Harden is going to take less money and uh, get, a, get maybe an extra year out of it, that's good for Philadelphia. The Eastern Michigan Eagles. Thank you, Tony Burke. Bradley Beal has declined his 36 36- $0.4 million option with the Washington Wizards. He can sign a five-year deal now with Washington, max contract, or a four-year max contract with any other team. Word is he's going to stay in Washington. He's going to take the big five-year max contract. He is only 29 years old. And the big trade yesterday was the Hawks. They got DeJounte Murray from San Antonio for Nanilo Gallinari and three future number one picks. This means the Spurs are in full rebuild. But for the Hawks, I think it's huge. Murray averaged 21 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists, 2 steals last year. He joins Trey Young in the backcourt in Atlanta. Um, They could be really, really good next year. We shall see. All right, Movie Thursday. After the break, we'll talk other sports movies. And I'll tell you the top 10 on the list that I had. uh, I, I sent the text out, sent the poll out. Got some great I appreciate everybody. Uh, Great input, great response. And we'll give you the top 10 sports movies other than baseball, football, basketball, golf, and boxing. All that after the break. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Guy. Welcome back, Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Movie Thursday here. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open if you'd like to join in on the conversation, by the way. 502 384 1450. 502 384 1450. Or you can hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502 414 1450. Text the show at 414 1450. The, um, 
By the way, get Shady Rays out today. It's going to rain all weekend, I think, starting late Friday. So use your Shady Rays. I'm golfing after the show today. Yeah, an idiot. 94 in the shade today. And I, I, you know, it was beautiful Tuesday, beautiful Wednesday, mid 80s. I don't want to golf those days. I'm going to wait till walking becomes hazardous for me. I'm going to wait, wait till then. So 94 today, going to Neville Mead with some buddies and, uh, and play some golf. And I'll be wearing my Shady Rays. Shady Rays is changing the way you wear sunglasses. It's an industry-best combination of fit, style, performance without the big brand price tags. And it doesn't stop there at the quality. Shady Rays offers the most insane warranty in all of eyewear. Every pair backed by lost and broken replacements. It doesn't matter what happens to them. If my man Slugger from Audubon Park hits a tree with his second shot today on number four, and the ball comes backwards and breaks my Shady Ray glasses right off of my face, first of all, I'm stupid for standing where I'm standing while he's hitting. I've seen him hit golf balls before. It's dangerous. But if that happens, I get a free pair of Shady Rays out of it. Brand new pair. They will replace them if you lose them or break them, even on day one. Shady Rays also provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order. They've donated over 20 million meals to date. Look good in your shades. Feel good by making an impact. If you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair. Return them for free within 30 days. No risk when you shop with Shady Rays. And exclusively for our listeners, 25% off. So you can try them out, see what they're all about. Use code BIGX at checkout for 25% off all adult shades. That is ShadyRays.com. And I will, uh, this is not because they're a sponsor. I stand by them. I got three pairs. Wife's got a pair. I know Tony Burke's got a pair. Everybody I know has a pair of Shady Rays. Well, that's, that may be a little oversell there. That might be it. Not everybody. My three-year-old grandson doesn't own a pair. But mo- most people I know, if I talk about Shady Rays, they'll pull their sunglasses off and show me. Hey, look, Shady Rays. They're great. ShadyRays.com. All right. Movie Thursday. This was an interesting request when I sent the, uh, the text out to you know friends, colleagues, media people, coaches, former athletes. I, and they hate it when you call them former athletes. All right. Hey, I'm still an athlete. Okay. All right. Take it easy, Will Wolford. You're not still an athlete. But when I send the request out, I've gotten great response. It was tough this week because some people didn't understand it. I go to my buddy Nick Roush. You know him from a Kentucky roll call in the morning. It was a simple text. I I texted every week. Thursday movie show topic. This is exactly verbatim what the text says. All right. Thursday, movie show topic. Best sports movie of all time, and then in parentheses, not including football, baseball, basketball, golf, boxing. And I need your top three. That's the, that's the entire tweet or text with a thank you at the end. And my boy Nick Roush, well, I'm not saying he didn't understand it. But I'm kind of saying he didn't understand it. Because he sent back Friday Night Lights, Sandlot, Semi-Pro. So I said, does somebody want to tell him? That's what I sent. Because I had about I had seven people on this text. Somebody want to tell him? And he responded with, I thought you were just having us pick our top three. I don't read fine print. Well, there's no fine print in a text. I didn't make it smaller. All right. I'm off my high horse there. 
So again, for some people, and I know he went to the sales. Okay, should probably shouldn't have said that. But for some people, this is, you know it's a difficult concept. I'm taking those five sports out. We've already done those. Bull Durham won best baseball movie. Remember the Titans won best football movie. Rocky won the best boxing movie. Hoosiers won the best basketball movie. And uh, Caddyshack won the best golf movie. So we're done with those. I needed other sports movies. So you had to think about it a little bit. You had to think, okay, what sports movies is, are my favorites? Oh, well, I love. Oh, wait a minute, that's that's basketball. Well, I really like. Oh no, I can't use that one. That's baseball. And I had great response. So coming in at number ten, tied for tenth, three movies tied for tenth here. Now one of them is the second highest rated movie that uh, I got votes for on IMDb, my favorite, uh, my favorite website. It is The Hustler, nineteen sixty one. It's a billiards movie starring Paul Newman as Fast Eddie Felson, Jackie Gleason as Minnesota Fats. Uh, Piper Laurie's in this. George C. Scott, um, kind of the guy, no, he was kind of Minnesota Fats handler. Didn't think Fast Eddie could beat uh, Fats. Here's the description. Up-and-coming pool player plays a longtime champion in a single high-stakes match. It's black and white. It's not rated because it's from 1961, two hours and 14 minutes long. I saw it a while back. It's great. The sequel, or I guess the, not really a sequel, but I guess it's kind of a sequel, was The Color of Money with Tom Cruise, Paul Newman, where Cruise is the young guy, Newman's now the old veteran, uh, and Tom Cruise is, uh, he's teaching him how to basically hustle people. That's why the uh, name of the original movie is The Hustler, because that's what Jackie Gleason was. And the question is, can Eddie Felson beat the legend? Um, again, not rated. Great movie. Uh, if you like black and white, you'll love it. It's most of the movie, almost the entire two hours and 14 minutes is set in the pool hall. Smoky, Jack, great cinematography. Jackie Gleason is great as Minnesota Fats. And it came in at tied for number 10 on the list. And again, 8.0, which is a tremendous rating. Out of 10 on IMDb. Also tied with it, 1981, a movie about running, track and field, Chariots of Fire. Rated PG, two hours, five minutes. Full disclosure, never saw it. Never saw it. Can't talk about it with any knowledge at all. Here's the description. Two British track athletes, one a determined Jew and the other a devout Christian, are driven to win in the 1924 Olympics as they wrestle with issues of pride and conscience. Now, everybody knows the song, right? Everybody, dun 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 okay? Uh, that was, I didn't do it justice. But everybody knows the song from Chariots of Fire as they're running down the beach. Um, no names here, no big names. Ben Cross, Ian Charlson, Nicholas Farrell, they're the top three listed. Nigel Havers is in this. Ian Holm. Uh, famous actor is in this, John Gilgood, or should I call him Sir John Gilgood? This is a British movie, got 7.1 on IMDb, um, but it's tied for 10. Again, I can't talk a lot about it because I've never seen it. I have seen the other movie tied for 10th, Breaking Away. Now, we're going back here. Our first three movies here, 1961, 1981, and now this one, 1979. 
Rated PG, an hour, 41 minutes. It's about bicycling, cycling. Uh, Dennis Christopher, Dennis Quaid is in this. Daniel Stern is in this. Jackie Earl Haley, who famously played Kelly Leak in Bad News Bears, the original, is in this uh, as well. A working-class Indiana teen obsessed with the Italian cycling team vies for the affections of a college girl while searching for life goals with his friends. It's a drama. It's also got some comedy in it there. Um, 7.7 on IMDb. Very good rating. Uh, I don't remember a lot about this movie other than Dennis Quaid. It was kind of his coming out party, right? Dennis Christopher, I don't know what else he ever did. He was the lead, played Dave Stoller. But Dennis Quaid is Mike. Jackie Earl Haley is Moocher. Daniel Stern uh, is in this. It's good. Paul Dooley, legendary actor. Hart Bachner's in it. Um, and it basically, it's a cycling movie. That's what it is. It's a cycling movie slash he wants to get the girl. That's what it is. Uh, and it's great. 7.7. Coming in at number nine on the list, this is the worst rated movie on the list. 6.0. And it stars the last great movie star. Because of Netflix and Amazon Prime and streaming services and the fact that a lot of actors now want to do different things other than be in movies in theaters. Theaters are start, sort of a lot. They're making a little comeback right now, but they're sort of a lost art. But you will still go to the movies to see this guy in a movie. Because in my opinion, he's the last movie star left. Right? You, in fact, he's all over this summer, blockbuster, with Top Gun Maverick. Tom Cruise... Days of Thunder, NASCAR. If you're in NASCAR and you haven't seen Days of Thunder, come out from under the rock. It is a fantastic movie. I was shocked when I saw it only got 6.0, 6 6.0 on IMDb. 1990, PG-13, one hour, 47 minutes, a young hotshot stock car driver. Cole Trickle is his name, by the way. Remember Dick Trickle, the real name from NASCAR? This guy was Cole Trickle. Um, he gets his chance to compete at the top level, the high-pressure world of NASCAR racing. Hot driver, hot temper, gets into trouble with other drivers. His own team can't stand him at some points. Robert Duvall is fantastic in this movie as Harry, Harry Hoagie. Hoagie, Hoagie? Um, he's great, but what is Robert Duvall not great in, right? Uh, Nicole Kidman met Tom Cruise. On this movie, I believe, she uh, is Dr. Claire Lewicki, his his love interest. Randy Quaid, the crazy Randy Quaid, is great. Michael Rooker, Carrie Elwes, Fred Dalton Thompson, John C. Riley, who did another NASCAR movie that didn't get enough votes to make top ten here. Couldn't believe Talladega Nights didn't make the top ten, but okay, I'll let it go. Uh, John C. Riley's great. He's in this as well. John C. Riley, by the way, underrated. Underrated. For Love of the Game, the Kevin Costner baseball movie where he plays his catcher, great. Step Brothers with Will Ferrell, he and Will Ferrell got something crazy going on, and it's great. Um, but anyway, back to Days of Thunder. Uh, again, Tom Cruise, there's not a Tom Cruise vehicle out there that I don't watch, that I don't think is great. Now, yes, he went to St. X for two years. I, I'm not, that's, that has nothing to do with it. Maybe a little bit, but not a lot to do with it. He was a sophomore when I was a freshman. Okay, that's it. 
he left. He went and did taps with George C. Scott, and then he on to risky business, and the rest is history. But Tom Cruise is great as an, and he's believable as a NASCAR driver. That's not easy, right? Those guys are a different breed, and to pull that off, that's that's some good acting. So number nine on the list, Days of Thunder. All right, I got eight left. We'll take a break. Come back with the top eight. We got some horse racing. We got some uh, some more auto racing. We got some hockey. We got a lot of good stuff coming up after the break. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back, Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage, John Spears in studio. Final segment, maybe the final segment of the week. I got some uh, daycare issues tomorrow, so we'll see if I'm here. 50-50 right now. We are doing Movie Thursday. We're doing all sports movies, favorite sports movies, not including the big five that I've already done. Baseball, boxing, basketball, golf, and football. Um, Eminem Cartage Hotline, we're going to close that now. Don't take any more calls. Thank you, Jim. And the Thorns text line's open, 502-414-1450. Get your last-minute text into the show. By the way, it's Summer Cash Bash at Thornton's. Each week, one lucky refreshing reward member will win $10,000. That happens all summer long with a grand prize of a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. Open your refreshing awards app. Click on the Summer Cash Bash icon to enter. You can enter additional times by purchasing select top brands like Bud Light 12-packs, Mountain Dew 20-ounce bottles, Hot dogs, large Doritos, many more using your Refreshing Rewards card. That's Thornton's Summer Cash Bash. Get in on that today. If you're not a Refreshing Rewards member, text rewards to 80313. All right, some runners-up in the movie categories here. Uh, Talladega Nights, I mentioned, got some votes just just outside of the top ten. Color of Money. Tom Cruise, again, box office gold. Victory. Remember the movie Victory with Sylvester Stallone? Uh, I think Michael Caine is in it. It's a prison camp soccer movie. Invictus, by the way, didn't get any movies. That's rugby. That's Nelson Mandela. Matt Damon in that one. No votes for that. Uh, Some of the other runners-up, Karate Kid. I'm assuming the original. Basketball. My buddy John Lewis sent basketball. Now, it's not baseball. It's not basketball, so I guess it qualifies. The guys that brought you South Park did uh, basketball. Uh, Mighty Ducks just missed out on top ten. Um, let's see. What else? Cannonball Run. I guess that's sports. Uh, I don't know. Dom DeLuise. I'm laughing. Just just saying his name out loud. I'm laughing. Over the Top. That is a uh, – I think that's uh, arm wrestling, right? Yeah. Sil- Sylvester Stallone, truck driver, trying to uh- – He's on an arm wrestling circuit. He's a big rig driver trying to win his son back somehow. There's an arm wrestling circuit. Uh, that's what it was, yes. An arm wrestling oh, wow. He's like traveling around arm wrestling to win the championship to get his son back. All right. So. Okay. I got a fake vote for Youngblood. Somebody sent it and then laughed about it. It's Rob Lowe, I think, going overseas. Uh, maybe wrestling. Maybe high, high school wrestler. Cars. Animated. <laughs> I love cars. I watch cars with my little man Owen all the time. Lightning McQueen, he's great. Owen Wilson stars in that one. Uh, Molly's Game, about poker. A recent movie there with uh, Jessica Chastain. Got some most King Richard. 
got a couple of votes. King Richard, uh, about uh, the Williams sisters, Dad. A recent movie, Will Smith stars as Richard Williams. And Munich, yes, it was about the Olympic disaster in 1972. So I guess Olympics, that qualifies as a sports movie. So I didn't get any, vo- any votes for I, Tanya. Yeah, nobody liked the time. Look, Margot Robbie's in it, so I'm watching, right? But nobody liked that. Ice Castles, Robbie Benson, another skating movie. No no votes. All right. All right, so we're in the top uh, eight here. Now, we had two tied for seventh. I'll start with the one. Well, I haven't seen either one, but I'll start with the silly one, I think. Cool Runnings. Got a couple of first-place votes here. Never saw Cool Runnings? No, 1990s Jamaican bobsled yeah. team. Who's in that? John, John Candy. John Candy the plays late, the uh, – Oh, the late, great John yeah. Candy. Uh, 1993, PG and I are 38 minutes. John Candy, some guy named Leon, some guy named Doug E. Doug. Yes. They play uh, this Jamaican bobsled team that actually, I think, made a run and qualified for the Olympics. Mm-hmm. All right. I haven't seen it. 7.0, not bad, on uh, IMDb. All right, the highest rated movie that I got votes for on IMDb Finished tied for seventh here in the and and I haven't seen it and I should have seen it. It's from 2019. PG 13, two two and a half hours long here. Matt Damon, Christian Bale, Ford v Ferrari. No, Jim's shaking his head. No, no, never saw it. I gotta see it. Now it's long. Again, anything over an hour and 45 minutes, my attention span kind of goes away. But this is two and a half hours. Matt Damon. Uh, Christian Bale, John Bernthal, if you know Game of Thrones, you know who he is. My wife does. I don't, but uh, in any event. This is American car designer Carol Shelby and driver Ken Miles battle corporate interference in the laws of physics to build a revolutionary race card for Ford in order to defeat Ferrari at the 24 Hours of Le Mans in 1966. So a period piece here. Auto racing involved. Um... And again, Christian Bale, Matt Damon, I don't think you can go wrong here. That's a long one, but uh, it comes in tied for seventh. Sixth place, another Matt Damon film. And look, as I said earlier, there's not a lot of rules here on these uh, sports, whether they're sports or not. Rounders. I've seen this. It's a great movie. Uh, 7.3 on IMDb, 1998, rated R, two hours, one minute long. The description reads, a young reformed gambler must return to playing big stakes poker to help a friend pay off loan sharks while balancing his relationship with his girlfriend and his commitments to law school. Isn't Matt Damon always in law school in these movies? Or just got out of law school or going to go to law school? Matt Damon, Edward Norton is his buddy that's in trouble with the loan shark. Gretchen Mole is great as uh, his girlfriend Joe. John Malkovich steals the movie. John Malkovich steals this movie as Teddy KGB. Uh, I would love to do the accent. I'd do it for my friends, but I'm not going to embarrass myself on uh, local radio. But if you haven't seen Rounders, uh, again, it's you know two hours long, but it is a quick two hours. It is fantastic. John Turturro is one of the poker players. is great as well. Josh Mostel has a, a minor role here. Lenny Clark, a comedian, very funny in this movie. Um, Rounders. Do yourself a favor. All right, watch rounders. It's great. Uh, number five, dodgeball, a true underdog story. I was surprised it got as many votes as it did, but people seem to love dodgeball. 2004, PG-13, hour and a half long. 
Uh, quick watch. Ben Stiller as White Goodman is hilarious, the bad guy. Uh, his his former wife, now former wife, she was his wife at the time, Christine Taylor as Kate Veach in this. Vince Vaughn as Peter LaFleur. Vince Vaughn and uh, Ben Stiller are the owners of Opposing Gyms. Stiller's got this high-tech, top-of-the-line gym. Vince Vaughn doesn't even pay his taxes. He's uh, got a rundown gym and a bunch of goofballs who do or do not pay. It doesn't really matter. Uh, but they end up in the same dodgeball championship in Las Vegas on ESPN 8, the Ocho. Um, Gary Cole and Jason Bateman are absolutely hilarious as the uh, broadcasters of this event on uh, the Ocho. Rip Torn, uh, the late Rip Torn is Patches O'Houlihan. The coach of the dodgeball team is great. Justin Long, Stephen Root, um, Joel David Moore, Chris Williams, and Alan Tudyk are the misfits that play dodgeball. Hilarity ensues. Uh, great cameo from Lance Armstrong. By the way, in a couple of weeks, we're going to do um, best roles by an athlete in a movie. Now they can play themselves. They can play a fictional character. Best roles by an athlete in a movie. I got some good ones in my mind, but we'll see what you come up with. So Dodgeball, it's short. It's funny. If you haven't seen it, you know, it's goofy comedy. That's all it is. It's goofy comedy. All right, top four, and I got to do these quick. We're going to put three and four together. At number four, it's uh, Secretariat. 2010, uh, PG, two hours and three minutes long. Diane Lane plays uh, Penny Chenery. It's the story of Secretariat, basically. I mean, that's pretty simple. John Malkovich is in it as a trainer. Margot Martindale is great, as she always is. This movie got some grief on my list because some people voted for it and on that same text stream of about 10 people I had a couple of people say wait a minute it is not great because they don't talk about Reaver Ridge it is factually incorrect okay it's a movie it's not real life it's based on real life but it's a movie it's a sports movie where guess what liberties are going to be taken with the full details of the dramatic parts of the story. That's just the way it is. But Secretariat comes in number four. Just outdistancing Secretariat at number three is the 2003 movie with uh, Tobey Maguire, Seabiscuit, another horse racing movie. True story, undersized Depression-era racehorse whose victories lifted not only the spirits of the team behind it, but also those of their nation. Tobey Maguire is really good as Red Pollard, the jockey, Jeff Bridges is in this. Elizabeth Banks, Chris Cooper um, is in it as well. Great cast. Really good movie. 7.3 on IMDb. By the way, Secretariat got a 7.2. So maybe that's why he beat him. Um, obviously, Seabiscuit would never beat Secretariat in a race, but that's an uh, argument for another time. Seabiscuit, number three. The top two movies are hockey movies. Uh, and my favorite and would have been number one on my list here is Miracle. It is the true story of the 1980s USA win over the USSR, Soviet Union, in, the, in Lake Placid of the 1980 Olympic Games. PG, two hours, 15 minutes. Kurt Russell is transformational as Herb Brooks, the head coach. He's great. Uh, Herb Brooks, by the way, right before this movie came out, in fact, during principal photography, it says at the end of the movie, he had a car wreck and passed away. So he never got to see 
the end of the the um, end result of this film. Um, Noah Emmerich is the assistant coach. Craig Patrick is fantastic. The hockey scenes are great. They went to great lengths to duplicate what they saw on television in 1980. And these these uh, actors who were unknown most of most of them either played hockey, knew how to skate. That was the they had over 2,000 people come in for 20 uh, 4,000 people. I'm sorry for 20 roles of uh, ice skater, of hockey players. And basically the number one rule, you had to be able to skate and play hockey. Number two, maybe you could act a little. But they're great. Patricia Clarkson, as Herb Brooks' wife, is fantastic as always. Miracle number two would have been my number one. Number one, I think you know, if I say hockey movie, what do you go with, Jim? Any idea? For a hockey movie? Yeah. 1977. Oh, geez. I am Paul Newman. I was born that year, so I'm yeah, I'm drawing a blank. Slap shot. <laughs> okay. You never seen Slap Shot? Never seen it. Do yourself a favor today. All right. Go home. Watch Slap Shot. Rated R, two hours, three minutes long. There's a special. Now it was 1977. So when this movie came out under the R rating, there was another special announcement that said children should not hear this movie. Because there is a whole lot of bad language going on, and I'm going past regular bad language into really, really bad language. Paul Newman, Michael Ontkeen, who, by the way, had a tryout with the New York Rangers before this movie. Michael Ontkeen would go on to be on the show uh, The Rookie, I believe, the TV show The Rookie, uh, about a police officer. But he was great in this. He could skate, obviously, if the Rangers wanted to sign him. Struther Martin, great character actor. From, you remember him from Cool Hand Luke. What we have here is a failure to communicate. Uh, he is in Slapshot, but it's basically a failing ice hockey team, the Charleston Chiefs, find success with outrageously violent hockey goonery. That's the description. Uh, the Hanson brothers are fantastic. There's three of them. Only one of them is really named Hanson, by the way. But they're the Hanson brothers. They were offered a script to do Slapshot 2, turned it down so they could go back to playing rec league hockey think about that you really got to love the game because they were sort of an afterthought in this movie but after it came out they were the stars paul newman was great paul newman eh, bad movie name a bad movie paul newman was in exactly that's the list uh this is a great movie 7.3 on imdb as i said rated r even in this day and age, 1977, do not watch this movie with your grandchildren or your children. Uh, there are words in this movie that you probably haven't heard in a long, long time and probably thought, I never really wanted to hear those words again. Slapshot, number one on the list. Again, a couple weeks. I'm going to be off next Thursday, so we're going to wait a couple weeks on this. I'm going to do um, best scene, best scene or performance in a movie by an athlete. Um, the one that comes to mind immediately for me, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in Airplane. Everybody knows about that, but LeBron's been in some movies. Michael's been in some movies. Uh, there are a lot of football players. If you saw Blazing Saddles, Alex Karras, look, you can't make Blazing Saddles today. If you went to a, to a studio with a script for Blazing Saddles today, they would say you are the most racist, misogynistic, hateful person in the world. But in 1974, I think, hilarious. And Alex Karras as Mongo, can't do it today, like I said, but 
that was a great performance by an athlete in a movie. Alex Karras would go on to uh, to great TV roles as well. But those those are the couple that come to mind. You've got you know some some dudes and some ladies. Look, just do do your research. You got two weeks here. Great roles by athletes in movies. Bats baseball tonight, six thirty-five. I may or may not be back tomorrow. Tune in to find out. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.